Welcome, everybody, to Salute Your Sports. This is Court. This is CVH. we got a lot to talk about today. Thanksgiving is now be- behind us. Yes. A lot of stuffing, a lot of turkey. Still digesting. <laughs> a week later. A uh, lot of sports going on that weekend. So we got some stuff to get into. But before we get started, Chris, where can people find us? Yeah, check out our website, saluteyoursports.net. You can find us on Facebook. Search Salute Your Sports. Give us a like and a follow there. Twitter, at Salute Your Pod. Court making uh, mm-hmm. great use of that 280. Oh, yeah. Our Twitter handle. Oh, yeah. So I love salute it. Your Pod. Post our new episodes there. And you can subscribe to this podcast Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. We should talk about, thank you, Chris. We should talk about the 280. Okay. Because it's, it's really going to lead to the destruction of the free world <laughs> or the world. I mean, not it's just true. the free world. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll talk a little sports first, but I'd like to talk about that because okay. uh, Chris and I are both avid Twitter users. Yes. Um, as I said, we've got a couple topics to talk about. There's a lot of bad. So if, if we look at it from like a Homer ish aspect, which I feel like doing. Because it was a big weekend with the Lions and Thanksgiving, uh, U of M, Ohio State. A lot of traditions. A lot of traditions. So if we look at it that way, there's a lot of bad and some good. You want to start with the bad? You want to start with the good? Let's let's get the bad out of the way. Like a Band-Aid right off. That's what I thought. All right. NFL (sighs) Thursday. Thursday. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Thursday. You know, I wake up. You know, we had a we had a, we hung out the night before. It was great. We yeah. went out the biggest party of the year. Um, had some tacos. Went to a tiki bar. It was fun, right? Yeah, it was, it was a good great. time. Really good. Uh, wake up the next morning feeling great. Football, 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 football. All kinds of delicious food. Exactly. Uh, Thanksgiving Day parades on. We we watch that. We go do do our thing, and then the Lions game starts. Yes, and. You know, the Vikings are a good team. We talked about this. The, the Vikings are a good team. The now 9-2 and two Vikings, right? Yes. Yeah. The Case Keenum-led Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he was great. He was great. And Thielen didn't have, like, a big game. No, not a monster game. He had a couple big third-down catches. But, he did. But nothing too crazy. And, you know, I, I felt the whole game, like, okay, like this isn't, you know, like we're in a. I feel like we're in a good spot. I think that the quarterback play was a little, yeah, subpar I mean, for like the third straight week. It started off super shitty, right? Like Minnesota scores on their first drive, right. which they haven't done all year. I know, yeah. <laughs> and then Lions fumble, right? And the Minnesota they score again. They score again. Uh, did they miss an extra point in there? They either did they miss an extra point or I, we. Or they we did. blocked it. No, we blocked yeah, it. Yeah, Robinson, got, Robinson. His, got his terrifying. But mitt. that's when that's when I felt it was starting to turn. Right. I was like, okay, bad start. We can recover. Yep. I remember everyone was trying to talk to me at Thanksgiving while I was watching that, <laughs> and I was just like in a searing rage. But I felt that I thought the I thought the um, the Marvin Jones touchdown I thought was interesting. Was that the super catch? That was well, he had two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The super catch, mm-hmm. and then there was the later one. Right. Now, before the right. last one, Stafford had rolled an ankle. Yep. Now, mind you, to this point, Stafford wasn't playing super hot. Nope. Um, He had a 57% completion percentage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is his, uh, well, that's technically his third lowest. The other games where he had lower, uh, 55% Atlanta, 48%. New Orleans. Yeah. That New Orleans game was so weird. Yeah. Well, and so a lot of things jump out at me. 
quarterback rating. Now, Minnesota actually held them to a lower quarterback rating the last time we played. Um, Atlanta, yes. yeah. 81.2. He was 86.6 in this game. But it's, it's clear that they have Stafford's number. And it's just because of the pressure. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, again, there should be some moving around the pressure. Well, here's how you know that they have Stafford's number. Yeah. Is that the... I forget the guy's name, the defensive lineman who like after Everson sa- Griffin, who sacked Safford is like hold pull. Yeah, Everson Griffin. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like he's like, I'm going to get a sack today. <laughs> I know so do it. you guys want to name my you want to help name my kid? Name my baby. I'm staking my child's name <laughs> on the fact that I'm going to sack Matt Stafford. Oh, yeah. That's how confident I am. Matt Sackford. Oh, boy. Maybe maybe you should name his kid Matt. Um, But, you know, the run game was. Not great. Yeah. I have a theory. I think I texted this to you and Evan maybe late at night. You were pretty heated. I was really I, now, mad. Yeah. We, you told me a little bit about your Thanksgiving holiday before we came Yeah. On, there's um, a lot going on. Turn the mics on. So yeah. now I understand a little more. Right. Right. It's like I, you were like going off on Stafford and I was like, yeah, but would replacing Stafford help the anemic running game? And like you snap back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I was. Rrr. Well, I still think the running game's anemic, but why not just put Golden Tate back there? Yeah, honestly, try something. He's practically a running back anyway. I mean, I I think at this point, I don't. You know, I don't know. They upgrade everything. They upgrade the offensive line, and I think they're good offensive linemen. I don't yeah. think they're bad offensive linemen, but I think that I don't. At the end of the day, here's what's going to happen as an offensive lineman: like they're going to hold a space and a spot, and it's your job to move around them, right? So if you're a running back, find the hole and go. Right. If you're a quarterback. If they get pressure, but they hold it, get away from the pressure. Yep. And so, like, I don't necessarily think they're terrible. I think they're pretty. I think they're better than last year's line. I just don't think people are moving enough around them to make plays. Look, is it uh, is Golden Tate like fast? Not really. You know, is Amir Abdul a lot faster? Sure. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you Golden Tate could get to that line, through the line, and actually make something happen. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to take him off. I mean, I get it. I, this is just this is me just venting. I wouldn't actually take one of our best receivers out out of the receiving core, but some like something has to happen. I do wish that they would be more creative offensively. Sure. And I'm not talking like triple flea flicker, not because like they had the busted flea flicker right. in that game. Yeah. But like finding ways. You know, like getting getting well, Agnew was hurt, but right. but getting a guy like Agnew out, not just for like two snaps, sure, but like fifteen for snaps. like a, a couple series, yeah, and like you know, you run, know? run the jet sweep once with him right. and see what happens, and then if it's successful, the next time you put him out there in the slot, then right, like they're going to be paying attention, and then maybe you just like do a draw. But there's an aspect about what the Lions are. And what Jim Bob Cooter, and we've talked about this, what his big thing is, is simplifying the offense. Yeah. That is what has helped him elevate Stafford's game because he's a dum-dum. And I don't know. I just, I, I get it. I see him at the line and he's like saying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But I'm just not seeing, you know, like Peyton Manning did the same thing and then like torched you, right. you know, like lit you up, like barking out a bunch of signals and then not making a completed pass. Yeah, I guess the interesting thing about the simplified offense is that in that simplified offense, they still give Stafford a lot of room to make decisions. Right. And I, I guess what I was what I would like to see, and I again I, I think more highly of Stafford than you do. Yeah. I, get I, it. I have I you know, I have some problems with 
the way he played on Thursday. Don't you think it's Stockholm syndrome though? Like we grew up with no quarterback ever. Yeah, that's part of it. Don't you think and, that's what it is? And and also part of it is like I've seen him do incredible things. I get it, but most of those incredible things came with Calvin Johnson. Right. And him just lofting the ball into triple coverage. Yeah. So like it it's like the Pat Mahomes thing. Like again, like do I think Pat Mahomes is going to be a good quarterback? No. Mm-hmm. I would still play Alex Smith. Yeah. Cuz if any, if his Pat Mahomes college performance is any indication of what he'll be as a pro, he's probably worse than Stafford, probably. Now, will he have some amazing plays cuz he has a monster arm? Totally. Does that yeah. make him an NFL quarterback? No way. Yeah. And I think Stafford's better than him. Yeah, I I I just think that there are examples in NFL history sure where you can take a quarterback that's not like the Brady Montana level right and win a Super Bowl uh or make it to the Super Bowl we'll or, win, for... or win a playoff game well uh, Case Keenum mm-hmm. is probably going to be one of these people sure depending on how far they go yeah great defense you know surprisingly good running game um really solid receivers and the guy, well, Case Keenum moves in the pocket, so I'll give him that because he made some really cool, he made some really good plays in the pocket, but he could be one of those guys. Sure. I think Case Keenum is better than I ever saw Trent Dilfer be. Yeah. But this defense isn't as good as that Ravens defense. Correct. So. Yeah, there's a good chance that you or I playing quarterback right. on that Ravens team would have, <laughs> you know, probably would have won a playoff They could have put Tony Saragusa back there yeah. and it would have been okay. Maybe not the Super Bowl, but, right. but probably a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean. There is just a lot, you know, obviously it's charged up. It's a holiday. It's a must win. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was part of it, too. Like the must win aspect of this. And like Jim Caldwell's like, you know, a mil- infinity, and you know, in November. And they just came out and laid an egg. Yeah. And not even remotely charged up. Yeah. You know, you know, first drive was a bummer. Yep. Minnesota rips it right down the field. Mm-hmm fumble on a weird weird handoff thing and just like it's like five minutes in the game and you're like oh man fucking down 13 points yeah or whatever it was totally. like we're doing this again well and it could get back to what we said last week which was there's no identity right they don't have an identity mm-hmm. and if everyone loves matt stafford so much then maybe their identity should be their offense and it's not nope their offense pretty much sucks you know like they have they have flashes of really good play that both of those marvin jones touchdowns were insane yeah the mind you, the second one was was just a, a hail mary flip to the side of the field, mm-hmm. like that was Marvin Jones just doing Marvin Jones things, yeah, because it was double coverage. Yeah, but you know, I mean, they have flashes, but they don't have an identity. And have we talked about the remaining schedule? So we've got Ravens this Ravens, week. Ravens, yep. Um, Tampa Bay, yep. Right. Uh, yeah, at Ravens at Tampa, right? Yeah, I think it's at Ravens at Tampa. Home for Chicago, at Cincinnati, home for Green Bay, I think is how it You got it. Up. Yeah. yeah. So you look at that, and you look at where they stand, and they're, yeah, sure, there's a chance. I don't think they'll beat the Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah. Like, I just, it they they have a great defense. The Ravens really do. They have Joe Flacco. So, mm-hmm. again, it's going to just be like mirror images of each other throwing terrible just passes. A, just a rock fight. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, But that defense is better than our defense, so I think I would give them that win. The Bucks, I, who the hell knows? Who knows? I mean, the Bucks are just—they're just a mess. Um, Dirk Cotter, 
Come on, Dirk Cutter. I could. I'm telling you, man. We're watching Hard Knocks, and I'm like, there's just something wrong. There's something off about this team. Yeah. Like you've got Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson on that team, and you can't make things happen. They're not a professional team. They're that's, not a professional. That's what team. Came out of it like their GM, their coach. Oh, the GM. I forgot all yeah. about the GM. Just doofuses. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of doofuses. Host the Bears. You hope that's a win, but again, Bears have a solid defense. Devastating running game. And if Trubisky, I almost lost to him once. And if Trubisky, mm-hmm. my thing is like, I feel like Trubisky gets a little bit better every game. Yeah. And so I feel like the Trubisky we're going to see is going to be a little bit better than the one we saw last time. Uh, Bengals, uh, Bengals are going to bangle. Though I did all three of my teams in the pick one last week. Oh, yeah. Or in the um, wins pool. The wins pool. It's yeah. the first time that's happened all year. Yeah. I think yeah. you're only 11 games out of first <laughs> place. Of course, we have one guy who's just. Yeah. World beater. Yeah, I don't know this guy, but he seems to be destroying yeah. everything. And he's very, the, the humbleness was just. Yeah, he's yeah. nice. He's a good dude. Yeah. He made some good picks. Way to go, man. Yeah. I know who you are, but good job. Mm-hmm. Brandon? Brandon Brunson. Good job, Brandon. That's a hell of a name. Yeah. That's some extra, extra alliteration That's there. really good. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, the Packers. I, I th- Now, this is also what I think I sent to you and Evan was we watched Hunley with the Packers, and we're like, oh, wow, this is terrifying. This is like, I can't believe that that drop-off at quarterback is that bad. And then the next week, he he's just channeling Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He throws three touchdowns. They lost, mm-hmm. but he was spectacular. The best thing that, like, that could happen to the Lions, mm-hmm. it would be the Packers lose two more games before that game. Cause then if they're, if they have eight losses, there's no reason for Aaron Rodgers to play this year. Right. Which is what we said last time. Yeah. But it's Aaron Rodgers. But if the, if the lions are nine and seven yeah. and a win gets him in the wild, card, he will suit up. He will suit up. Yep. Yeah. He will suit. That's what I love about him. Yeah. He takes great pride in beating the shit out of everyone in his division. Yeah. So I love about Tom Brady. So I love about all these guys. Yeah. You know, they're just like, I'm just going to annihilate everybody. Yeah. You can't have this. Uh, a little bit more NFL news. Yeah. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. So Eli Manning. Some real blunders and bloop, bloopers and, <laughs> and fun things. Eli Manning's taking a knee. Yeah. Uh, apparently for the rest of the season. You know, uh, you know, two Super Bowls. They're bringing in Geno Smith, who hasn't played in years. Forever. Yeah. Since he broke his jaw. You know, my favorite stat of this whole thing. What? Geno Smith. His contract makes roughly $48,000 per game week. Okay. Sure. Right? So it's, you know, $850,000 a year. Yeah. Or, you know, somewhere in solid, the neighborhood. It's a solid living. Eli Manning. Yeah. $52,000 every five game minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's making four hundred oh, grand a game. Eli. But you know what? The guy cares. Yeah. He might be like the weirdest... I, sometimes you talk about sometimes brilliant, sometimes a doofus. Super doofus. <laughs> two Super Bowls against two good teams. Yes. Now, one, why wouldn't they just release him? Yeah. Because it's really demeaning to play Geno Smith over him. And I think it's pretty shitty. I think it's pretty shitty. <laughs> and they said, we're going to play Geno Smith and you may see Davis Webb, which is really fucked up. And then they made Eli run the scout team, the scout offense, which every former player that played with him was like livid on Twitter. And they're like, let Webb run the scout team. This is terrible. Yeah. Like, this is really. So 
Ben McAdoo, safe, apparently, still has a job. Yeah. There's been no talk about him losing his job. But Eli Manning, who's won them two Super Bowls. Played 210 games in a row. Yeah. Right? Right. Is that what the streak was there's, at? There's no... The guy doesn't get anything for that? Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest Eli Manning fan, but holy shit. Yeah, neither am I. It's a shitty thing to do. It really is. Now... You're, what are they, two and nine? Yeah. Yeah. Now, where is Tom Coughlin? Get him on the Jaguars now. Yeah. Get Eli to the Get Jags. Eli down there. Now. Yeah, that's Tom- probably what they're afraid of if they released him. Yeah. down there. Well, here's what's going to happen. Although, um, could, he get, could he play for another team this year? Uh, Well, I mean, it's not college. Yeah. Just, what do you mean? Yeah, because he'd have to learn the playbook? No, just they run just, the ball every play. Yeah, I just I don't I just don't know how how that works. If like, if you release him, if he's immediately oh, he's, a free agent. Oh, yeah. I think he's good to go. I mean, if, well, no. A key example is um, uh, the guy we picked up is uh, Dwight Freedy. Oh, that's right. They yeah. he Dwight Freedy could have played in that game. Yeah, they're stupid for not playing him. Um, could have played in that game. Um, but they sat him for a week to let him learn, let him learn the playbook. So yeah. No. Um, here's what's gonna happen. Are you familiar with? Um, who's the youngest Corleone? Who's Pacino? Is it Vito? Michael. Michael. Yeah. Are you familiar with the kiss of death? The, yeah. The Michael kiss yeah, of when death? Yeah, he, he kisses Fredo. Yeah. 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 So that, so Coughlin's going to hop on a plane, you know, he's going to you know, fly up to New York and he's going to grab, grab Ben McAdoo <laughs> by his chubby cheeks, kiss of death. Yeah. And he's going to take... He's going to take Eli, throw him over his shoulders, we'll put him on the plane. Here, Eli. I, don't <laughs> not, care, I don't care about the rules. There's not even going to be a transaction. No. <laughs> Save an Eli. Why can't they get Eli on that team? Yeah. I would do everything in my power to it's, reunite. It's, it's funny how fast you can flip in this world. Like, you know, again, never liked Eli. No. Never cared for him. No. His, his greatest moment was his ESPN commercial with his brother. <laughs> That's including two Super Bowl victories. <laughs> That's right. Correct. Um, but yeah, I just, I like. But he, but Eli and that team is a, such an incredible upgrade over Bortles. Yeah. And you reunite him and Tom Coughlin and a great defense. I'm telling you, man, he would look like a good quarterback on that team. I think he would. He would. Because mm-hmm. right now it's just desolate. You know, right. he's just like, I mean, they're like, there's a, I mean, the Giants have like, good defenders and have had a good defense. Steve Spagnuolo is the defensive coordinator, but like there's just no leadership. It's just, do you think that Eli got released because he refused to grow a mustache? That could be for November. That could like be everybody, it. everybody Ben McAdoo here. It's my time. It's, yeah. It's mustache time. Ha- has South Park taken the piss out of Ben McAdoo yet? I think it's just like, he's just Randy. <laughs> it's right? <it>. Like <laughs> he proceeded. <laughs> He preceded himself. Yeah, it's like a great South point. Park, yeah, it was on Ben McAdoo. That's a great point. Yeah. He doesn't realize he's Randy. Right. Um, so yeah, just a huge bummer. Even if you're not an Eli Manning fan, yeah, just what a bummer. Um NFL continues. Yeah. Now we've I've heard about the turnover chain at Miami. Mm-hmm. But there's some other chain <laughs> talk chains. going on. Chris, why don't you take me through I didn't get to watch it. Why don't you take me through the chain fight? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Aqib Tlaib and Michael Crabtree. Mm-hmm. So you got a Bronco, you got a Raider. Yep. That's pretty... Uh, Don't like each other. Timeless, timeless rivalry. Yep. Last year um, in a game, they got into a little scuffle, and Aqib Tlaib, who's a terrifyingly large oh, yeah. defensive back, uh, tore the chain off of Michael Crabtree's neck, 
what a move. What, Solid move. What a baller move. Like, I mean, Aguib Talib essentially thinks he's in the WWE, right? Yeah. And it's, that's what it seems like. So that happened. There's been some bad blood between them. Mm-hmm. They play again this past weekend. Early on in the game, they get into a little shoving match, and he does it again. <laughs> but And this time, <laughs> it triggers a brawl. Right. And so like the, the news is like, the you know, Talib and Crabtree fight. Right. There's a brawl. A day later, it comes out that Michael Crabtree had prepared for this moment by taping his chain to himself. <laughs> Still got ripped off. Give to leaves incredible. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Why wear a chain when you play football? I don't know. I mean, in the 90s era football that I grew up in, it was everywhere. Yep. You know? Um, but you wouldn't wear like a bracelet or rings. Correct. You know, but the chain yeah. was every, I mean, I think Dion wore a chain. Yep. Michael Irvin. Yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah, I remember it being a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I don't, maybe they're trying to throw back. I don't know. Doesn't Matt Prater wear his wedding ring on the field? Oh, and I'm sure, I'm sure Fat Prater wears his wedding yeah. ring. That guy can do whatever he wants. Right. He's not, he's, every, never, like, he's, if, he's my MVP. If the play happens and like, <laughs> there's a chance he could get tackled, he's just going to take a knee. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love Matt Prater. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, some. I think some players wear. Yeah. Not was, like action I, players. I was like Matthew Schneider, who played for the Red Wings. He always wore his wedding ring. Well, they were gloves, though. Yeah. There's no real danger but there. He, but is there? he was the only person I ever noticed that they that wore, had wedding his, wore his wedding ring on the ice. I wouldn't recommend it in any sport. Yeah. The chain thing just seems like. I mean, it seems like the most Michael Crabtree thing to do. Like, yeah. I would say, like, Michael Crabtree or Ted Ginn, I would expect that out of either of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just, like, it's just, it's like, man, you're... I'm also surprised that Aguib Talib isn't wearing a chain. Yeah. Like a Jayhawk chain, you know? <laughs> just, like, a huge medallion. Is he the greatest player in Jayhawks football history? Oh, I'm sure of it. He has to he be, has right? To be, right? <laughs> they had that massive coach. Yeah. Do you remember that guy? Oh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, let me, hold on. Guys, let me type in my computer... Gigantic. Kansas football coach. Let's see what we get. Yep, there we go. You pinpoint him. (laughs) Mark Mangino. Oh, yeah. That's a... That's a huge That's a dude. lot of man. Guys, if you get a chance, uh, my favorite my favorite segment always is Google this. Mark Mangino. Now who now who's now who's bigger? Him or Lorenz who played at Kentucky? Oh, the quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> is that Lore- Jared Lorenzen? Jared Lorenz. I think it's just Lorenz. Lorenz, wasn't it? yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That, uh, this is quite a time to be alive. Yeah, hashtag Google that. Get yeah. into that, people. Um, so we got through NFL. Oh, there's one other little thing. My okay. favorite moment from Thanksgiving. Shoot. Second game was Chargers at Cowboys. Yep. And the Chargers place kicker. Oh, that's right. Don't know his name. Yep. Um, probably would if I played fantasy, but that's that's maybe it. Yeah. Gets hurt right. in the game. Right. And can't kick. So the Chargers don't have another place kicker and right. the punter has never attempted a field goal an extra point in the <laughs> nfl and so they flash to the punter on the sideline getting ready like 
pushing the ball in. Right. He's like kicking into the practice net. And like they show it, they just show one kick and he boots it like three feet wide of the practice net. And he's just kind of standing there like watching this thing. Didn't there, didn't a, like a linebacker kick for them? No. So they, he, that guy I think attempted a kick and missed. The, that guy, the punter? Yeah, the punter. Yeah. Attempted an extra point and just, yeah, blew it wide. And then the, the no, that's not didn't, true. They just didn't kick. What and then the, then the then the place kicker came back and kicked a field goal like a short field goal. Got it. And then didn't kick anymore. I they swear, just, they, I saw maybe it, later in the game. I swear, happened. I saw a team that had lost their kicker. Yeah. And like their linebacker was kicking off for them. Yeah. I don't it know if that was that could have been it. Yeah. But like, I mean, they kicked the shit out of the Cowboys <laughs> without a. They didn't really need, yeah, to, they kick. Didn't need to kick. Yeah. They, didn't they need kicked to kick the shit out of the Cowboys without a kicker. Oh. But uh, that was my favorite moment. Like, it's pretty good. I, it was one of those things. Like, I was watching the game and no one else is in the room. And it's like, <laughs> you guys see that? You guys see this? this? Is the best. Like, this perfect, perfect production. How can a punter not kick though? Not be able to kick. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, most punters in the NFL do handle kickoff, don't they? Yeah. I think. Now, do the what's the situation on the lines? Is Martin kick? They have oh, three guys, right? No, just two now. Okay. Martin does everything. Yeah. Except kick field goals. Right. Prater, oops. Prater can't be bothered with the field goal with yeah. the kickoffs. Right. Yeah, just field goals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just he just probably did some did some work <laughs> before the kickoff. Like that's either, true. Your field goal or an extra point, so he's tired. That's right. Yeah. He's worn out. When you've got more Under Armour on than anybody in the history of Under Armour, you get pretty worn out. Uh, Chris, NFL. In the bag. In the bag. Wrap some sadness, some happiness. We're going to take we're gonna take a dip down some more sadness. Okay. Uh, Saturday, yep. this past week, University of Michigan sure. hosted yep. the Ohio State Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Michigan jumped out to a lead. Yeah. With, was it O'Corn playing? So the yes. season starts. Wilton Spate is mm-hmm. the quarterback. Didn't play great. Like no. wasn't great. Wasn't great. Got like destroyed on a hit. Yeah. Like hurt his back. Broken vertebrae. Broken vertebrae. Yeah. Cracked vertebrae. Yeah, whatever. Something. Whatever yeah. that means. Brandon Peters comes in. Nope. No. O'Corn, O'Corn comes, comes in. in. Not great. Not great. Uh, they stick with him for a while. Also gets hurt. No. They finally pull him in the uh, Rutgers game. In the Rutgers game. That's right. Um. We go to Peters, and Peters is decent. Right. And then Peters gets just demolished in the Wisconsin game. That's right, because he was playing Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. And then Why don't you just play O'Corn in that game? And then it was O'Corn. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So so they start strong. Start strong. Yeah. Score touchdowns in their first two drives. Yep. They have, uh, there's a play, they're up 14 and or 13 because i think they missed an extra point mm-hmm. um, or had an extra point block they did yes and uh they they get some pressure on barrett yep and he just like chucks it and it hits uh metellus yep. the corner in the hands in the hands and he drops it and that was it and that was it and that then, was it then ohio state scores there well and so let's talk again. about it so the so michigan they're they're really strong to start the game and and Ohio State's not really doing anything. And Michigan's defense, which is one of the best defenses in football, doing great. And then Herb Meyer's like, JT Barrett, just run the read option. Yeah. Every play. Do stuff. And they do, and they start making some noise. Mm-hmm. We get to so even after the drop pass, even after they, you know, because I think we were maybe they were up one. I forget because of the extra point. But we're in a good spot. 
and we've kind of figured out Barrett. Then they come back after the half and they figure out the read option. And they've got, they've kind of start, they stop Ohio State like a couple of series in a row. Yeah, it was tight. And then Barrett gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And then his backup quarterback comes in. We've seen this before. It's Car- Cardale Jones. Cardale Jones. Yeah, we've seen this happen before. Yes. And annihilates the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah. And Jim Harbaugh is 0-3 against Ohio State. Yes. Now, let's talk about it. Because it was it was this time of year, four year was it four years ago when he got the job or when we were they were talking about the three job? three years ago. Well, it was three. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because yeah. we were, your someone in your family had sent you a photo of an ornament with Jim Harbaugh's face yes. on it. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, inheriting the team he inherited, the Brady Hoke team, mm-hmm. refused to wear a headset. The Brady Hoke team, we knew it might take a little while. Sure, had some good players. First year, pretty good. But lost to Ohio State, lost to Michigan State in a, in a devastating game. Second year, beat Michigan State, mm-hmm. lose to Ohio State at the Horseshoe on a devastating play. Devastating play. Devastating play. Yes. I mean, that they were both really good teams. Yes. This year, I don't think either team looked really good. No. I would say Ohio State looked as bad as Michigan did. Yeah, the best team Michigan's played this year is Wisconsin. Yes, without yeah. question. Even though Penn State housed them, right. I still thought Wisconsin was a better team. I agree. So, but we still stand at the aspect where even if even if Michigan would have beaten a down Ohio State team, it's still a win and not a loss against Ohio State. Yeah. Where What is your level of feeling about where Harbaugh, Harbaugh is at in his tenure? I am um, going to read a, a text I like this. that I got from my cousin, David. Is this the one that sent the ornament? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Big, uh, big Michigan fan. Big Michigan fan. Uh, his text reads, uh, well, first I'll read the series of texts. Sure, please do. He um, sends a text three o'clock on Saturday. Okay. So games get towards the end. Yep. John O'Corn will be the death of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I respond with three skull and crossbones. And his responds with, I have unpleasant and unkind thoughts about him. Yep. And then at 4.13 p.m. Oh, you had some time. Game is over. Yep. Here's his text. Here's an unsexy take. Yeah. Michigan hasn't had great luck under Harbaugh. Sure. And I will say this not as not to apologize yeah. for Harbaugh, but what if you look at their quarterbacks With the going accept- into all three of these games, sure. the Ohio State games, there was like some consternation in all of them. Like Rudock wasn't super healthy. It's true. Spate, like and if last you can't year. Win with Rudock, you can't win. That's the <laughs> That's on a bumper sticker. It says salute your sports. Go ahead. Yeah, Spate last year yep. was banged up. He didn't was. know if he, if he was going to start he that game. He shouldn't have played that game. Right. And did. And did. Yep. And and played fairly well. Right. And then this year, he wasn't playing great. Right. But I think it was pretty clear clearly that when he got hurt mm-hmm. in the fourth game of the year, yep. I think. Yeah, I think it was That fourth. it just sort of sent their offense like Tumbling. into a tailspin. Yeah. And they found it for a minute with Peters. And then he got hurt. So, okay. So then game's over. Mm-hmm. Wilton Spate transferring. Yep. Not uh, a surprise. No. Drake Harris. Drake Harris transferring. transferring. Alex Malzone transferring. Yep, transferring. Never seen the field. Those are, yeah, those are three guys who didn't play right. at all this year. Right. Spate, obviously, right. um, would have. And I think if Spate, if Spate were healthy yeah. all year, yeah. I still think he would be coming back sure. next year. But... So is the option for next year? Is it Peters? Peters is in the or, driver's or seat, or is it McCaffrey? And McCaffrey, yeah, they're gonna. Those are gonna be the com- 
competitive. My question yeah. to you is, is McCaffrey the first? So did Harbaugh recruit Peters? Yes. He did. Yep. But is McCaffrey the first real, like the first guy that like could be like Harbaugh's, could be equal to a JT Barrett or... I mean, Peters was pretty, pretty big recruit too. Okay. Um, you know, he was, I think he was player of the year in whatever state he came from sure. and was like a top five QB. Like they, he's plucked with, with Peters and McCaffrey. And then the guy they got like in this, this class, another you know, giant like, quarterback. Yeah. Sure. Another good, yeah. another really highly ranked quarterback. And, and I think Harbaugh's strategy or not, I think like, right. you know, he's just going to, he's going to pack that position right. with four or five super talented guys sure. and like be like there's one ball right you know? well and so here's my question they obviously can run the football mm-hmm. like they have some really really good running backs their defense don brown i love don brown their defense is terrifying yeah and their defense has the potential yes next year to be like 97 wolverines level totally because they're like all the all the important pieces are rashad gary yep well, they well, lose Hurst. They lose, Hurst. They lose Hurst. Yeah. But Gary and and then Devin Bush are yep. the the keys. Oh, and the what is that guy's name? Uh, number seven, the Viper oh, linebacker. Yeah. Um, I can't think yeah. of it. Yeah, but so I mean, they have really good players. Are they a real quarterback away from being like a devastating team? I think so. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I don't mind. Look, if if because if you go back, you know. Nick Saban's first couple of years at Alabama weren't great. Sure. Like he had some really tough years at Alabama to begin with. Herb Myers, Herb Meyer, came in right away and just whatever. But Ohio State's been solid for a very long time. They went from sweater vest, uh, that interim guy, and then it was Herb Meyer, mm-hmm. right? Um, program was really set up. Haven't, haven't really lost recruits whatsoever. Long for the days of John Cooper. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I would love to beat Ohio State. God, I hate Ohio State. But, and if you're an Ohio State fan, hey, you hate me too, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's equal, you know, you want to beat us, we want to beat you. Nobody's mad that I'm saying I hate Ohio State. Um, but I care I care less about beating Michigan State than I do about beating Ohio State. Sure. I re- and we're in the same state. Mm-hmm. And it, I just, like, if we, if we lost on a fluke play like we did, like, if we lost on a fluke play like we did, but we beat Ohio State uh, to Michigan State, and then we beat Ohio State in, in, in that overtime. Yeah, it would have been a great year. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm okay with Harbaugh. Well, I mean, there was a chance if Michigan wins that game against Ohio State yeah. and then wins the Big Ten title game that they go to the playoff. True. Like they were True. They were close. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were a good team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Just sad weekend. Mm-hmm. Had to watch the Lions lose. Had to watch Michigan lose. Yeah, Michigan, uh, another tidbit from my cousin David. Uh, yeah. Michigan's, they're in a stretch now. So they played Wisconsin. Yep. And they played Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They have whoever they play in the bowl. Probably going to be a decent team. Yep. Probably an SEC team. Totally. And then their first game next year is Notre Dame. Oh, so Jesus. they are in. Yeah. A gauntlet. Right. And if again, like I will never, ever, 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 ever bang the drum. Right. For to fire Harbaugh. Me either. Like as long as that totally. dude wants to stay. Yeah. Let him stay. Well, he's got it. He's yeah. got it. Right. Yeah. And like he's the kind of guy that would and could coach this team for like 25 years. Yeah. Like he, that's, he's that. And I think they, I think he's where he wants to be. Right. And like people will say like, well, he, you know, he had more success earlier at this point with Stanford. Right. But like Stanford's in the PAC 10 and the PAC 10 is not as good as the, Big Oh 10. no, even back then. And it's, and it's a lot easier 
to be an upstart in the Pac-10 yes. than it is to be Michigan in the Big Ten. Everyone's got to remember, this is the Pac-10 post the USC boom. Yeah. This is like, this is the what's your deal, P. Carroll, Carroll era after Vince Young had ripped out his heart. Right. You know, and the USC boom was over. And the Pac-10 kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. And so USC yeah, was like... Oregon was there, but they were kind of a paper tiger. Exactly. And- yeah. So, like, it's one thing, to your point, yeah, you're right. It's one thing to be great in the Pac-10. Uh, you know, there's a reason Chip Kelly's going back to the Pac-10, or Pac-12 is what it is now. Right. Um, and another thing to be in the Big Ten, which is just a juggernaut of a conference. Yes. I still think the SEC is better. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, the SEC. I mean, the yeah. SEC and the ACC right now. Right. Both have two oh, God. Yeah. exceptional teams. Clemson's just yeah. incredible. Lots of great games on Saturday. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, God, uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Iron Bowl. Man, nothing I love more than sad Nick Saban. <laughs> sad, angry Nick Saban. It's so good. Do you think him and Harbaugh were like exchanging phone calls? Or by think... the way, I you and I talk you and I talk about the Bill Belichick Saban era. So we like we brought it up in the past. Did you happen to see today? And I'll send it your way. It's on Instagram. But <laughs> Bill Belichick's reaction to the Patriots scoring touchdowns? No. <laughs> Just stoic. Doesn't or... doesn't even move. Yeah. Just like. At one point, I thought he was putting his hand up to celebrate, and he went to go brush something off of his cheek, yeah. and then put his hand back down, yeah, like very slowly. It's yeah, it's incredible. I'll send it your way. It's hilarious, and and I didn't get to hear the audio on the first one, but it was like a player like threw a ball at him, like a Dolphins player like threw a ball at him, and he caught it and just whipped it behind him. Like <laughs> that's how the video starts, and then the rest of it, no emotion, no emotion. It's pretty cool. Um, so we've gotten through sad. We've gotten through levels of sad. Let's get to a level of happy. Uh, which night? Uh, Celtics Pistons. Celtics Pistons was two nights ago. Monday night. Mon- was it Monday? Tuesday night. Monday night. Monday night. Because they they crushed the Suns last night. That's right. And they had a day off between the. That's two. right. Yeah. So, Pistons, mosey into the garden. TD Bank TD, Garden North TD Waterhouse Boston Masquerade Garden <laughs> Yeah, whatever they call it. They mosey into the garden and Kyrie's got his mask on. You know, the 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 scariest team pretty much for the for this the early season. How many games in a row did they win? Sixteen. Sixteen. I think they were sixteen and two. Um and they faced off against our Detroit Pistons. And the Pistons, unlike the other teams we've talked about in this podcast so far, they came to play. They sure did. Avery Bradley back home, back in back in Boston where he played for seven years. Andre Drummond on his meteoric rise. Oof. And that defense. The defense, look, it's not it's not early two thousands Pistons defense. They're not giving up it's not eighty points a game. But damn, like we talked about this last pod. Stanley Johnson, the man just knows how to play D. He really does. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Even on the play late in the game, because um, it was close until the fourth. It was, it was yeah, it was, it was uh, one point game or it two. Was tied going into the fourth. Yeah, that's right. And then it was pretty close, like sick, the first six minutes. Yeah. And but then the Pistons seemed to like, like they just seemed to outwill Boston. They did. And there was a really interesting moment in that 
in that fourth quarter where I thought the Pistons might be in trouble sure. was Marcus Smart got was drilling threes. And like if that happens and you're playing a team like Boston and Marcus Smart scoring 10 points in the fourth quarter, right. then you're going to lose. Right. Because you've got Kyrie, you got Horford. But, and, and, but he was kind of the only one doing yeah. it. Yeah. They locked. I mean, Kyrie had foul trouble. Totally. They locked him up. They were yep. doubling him every time. Yep. And did um, did um oh oh Avery Bradley played him. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best two A player in basketball. But yeah, when you get Bradley and you get Stanley Johnson out there and Drummond in the middle. And Drummond, who's been great on defense. It's really I mean, he doesn't block a ton of shots, but he's got a lot of steals. He had four steals in that game. That's what he does. And uh and he's he's faster than he looks. Like yep. even when he's like loping around, he's still pretty good. Well, dude, they switch. They'll do high switches and he'll he will take someone at the top of the key. Yep. That he that he shouldn't be guarding. And he does okay. Yeah. It's not like he like gets his ass kicked. There was a really fun exchange. It was like Smart hit a three over yep. Drummond. Yep. And then like a minute later, oh, this is they the... they intentionally fouled Drummond. Yep. And Smart's just yakking at him right. before he takes the free throw. And Drummond makes the first free throw, <laughs> and he misses the second. Yeah. But like they didn't do it again. Right. And he ended up finishing six of eight from yeah. the line in that game. Well, and the announcer said like, oh, they're this is the first team we've seen do hack a dry. Yep all year and you're right like he makes the free throw that's it yeah you make, all it, you, in that that's, in that it's scenario such you, a difference yeah you make one in that scenario yeah. and they can't do it right yeah especially if you have the lead they have the lead like you you know how much more terrifying of a basketball player is Shaq if he's a better free throw shooter he's probably the best of all time right yeah i mean he what was his his career was probably around or under 50 percent. oh i'd say yeah i would say under yeah uh, I mean, yeah, it, it just, and we had talked about it last year. Like, God, I, I really hope Drummond gets better free throw shooting. Um, it, it makes him such a better player. It's really incredible. Oh, I take that back. 52.7. Yeah. Hmm. But, but still, I mean, if you, you, you add, you know, 10% to that. Yeah. You know, you get to two thirds right. and you're, you know. Unbelievable. So what's Drummond shooting from the free throw line this year? You got a guess? Uh, I mean, I would say like, I don't know, like 60? 63. 63. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. That's great. Do it. I mean, he shot this career rear average was 38%. So you increased. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's. And then his steal at half court. Yes. Was just. Steal at half court. Out of this world. You know, going down, dunking it hard over Kyrie. Yep. The. Um. The fast break. Uh, that sweet left-handed alley-oop. Sweet alley-oop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and I I still, I don't know. They're a different team with their reserves in the game. It's mm-hmm. weird that they play better with the reserve at some points with their reserves in than they do with the starters. It, it is weird with the reserves because, like, they get out there. Yeah. And. Um, like Langston Galloway. Yep. Anthony Tolliver. Anthony Tolliver. Like, yeah. I feel like Anthony Tolliver is just John Sally <laughs> wearing an Anthony Tolliver costume. They look very similar. They look very similar. They yeah. have a very similar game. Yeah. Um, but they, how old is Anthony Tolliver? Do you want to guess? <laughs> Shrug emoji. Yeah. He could be anywhere from 22 to 75 years old. Um, oh, first thing that comes up, Anthony Tolliver age. Yeah. Oh, 32. 32. That's, 32. Yeah, that's about what I would guess. But like, Watching that game, none of their bench players are a liability. No. 
they might not be great. Like there was a stretch where they had the bench out there and it was like Ish Smith would be doing Ish Smith yeah. things and then like they get a shot and they'd miss. Right. And they come down, but they get a stop. Oh yeah. And then they get they come down and it's they all defense, make, man. And like they, they come down and get another stop. And it's like all of a sudden, like, oh, none of these plays have been spectacular, but they extended their lead and burned a minute of the clock in the fourth quarter. Well, and you and I had said I think you know, we're texting back and forth while it's happening. And was it the starters came the starters came back out, but I think um, I forget who they took out. It wasn't Stanley, but they left Kennard in. Yeah, Kennard played a ton in the second oh. half in that game. But again, really good defense mm-hmm. and a solid shot. Kennard, what he needs to do, yeah. and this was pretty. This is on display a lot in that. If he's going to be like a, a an NBA player worth his salt, it's that. If he gets the ball and he's got four feet of space between him and the defender, yeah, he's got to shoot. Yeah, and that's like he right. was hesitating, right? And you could see he wanted to shoot, right? And then he wouldn't. But it's like you just got to shoot, and then we're gonna find out if you can do it or yeah. not. Because eventually, like if if he's gonna be a guy that's gonna play twenty five minutes a night, got to be able to. He's got to be able to take seven threes a yep. game in this. League. Well, and he's used to having open threes, mm-hmm. and in the NBA, it's so much faster. I, you know, I. So just so you know. Um, Steph Curry is putting on a master class. Yeah. So I saw this on Facebook, right? It's really incredible. Yeah. And so I'm going to buy it. I'm just going to send it to Luke Kennard and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is for you, Luke. Luke, this is for you and me. Yeah. We can shoot You're together picked in the lottery, <laughs> but I'm doing this for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You keep your money. Yeah. You, keep, you need it. You, you need it for those great haircuts. <laughs> well, he's got to do it while he sells the hair. Yeah. His hair is not long for this world. No, he's got a John Barry thing going on. Like this is, this is. By the way, John Barry, one of my seven favorite NBA players of all time. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's. uh, He's. Yeah. He's not. uh, He'll be in John Barry territory very soon. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So that. But conversely, to your point, it's not just him. It's also Stanley. mm -hmm. And I think I texted you the next morning. If Stanley Johnson could, could get a jump shot. He could be Bruce Bowen. I th- so who does he need to kick in the face <laughs> to get Bruce Bowen powers? I feel like that that's how it happens. Like, does well, it have to be Wally Zerbiak? It should. Because, like, right. I would love, like, a security cam footage, right. like, Wally Zerbiak, like, <laughs> boarding a plane, and all of a sudden Stanley Johnson just comes and tags him. <laughs> I don't, you know, this player is a little bit better than Wally, but it could be Kevin Love. Kevin Love was what I was thinking. Yeah. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. Because they're both like. Well, okay. Kyle Korver is super a, handsome. He's a great yeah. comp for Wally Zerbiak. Yeah, because they just, okay. they're, they're so dreamy. He and, might die, though. He's like 48 <laughs> years old. Yeah, that's. I don't know. It may be Luke Kennard. It could be Luke Kennard. Yeah, it could be Luke Kennard. But yeah. like, I feel like if it happens, all of a sudden it's just he's like. He's got that Bruce Bowen thing, though. Yeah. He's got that thing about him where he's like kind of an asshole. And I like that. Like when he was talking shit to LeBron two years ago in the playoffs. Like, that's great. Yeah. But I forget what happened. I, I think it was Kyrie was driving the lane and it was like a fast break. And Stanley just got in the lane and put his arms up. And it was amazing because you see when people just play fundamental basketball. Kyrie looked like he had never seen someone play defense before. Yeah. Like he well, was like And they had that they bailed him out in that one call they did. where like he, he got around the corner and they it was did. just like Yeah. 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 Just, that was the play. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you could see like Kyrie, who's never had a problem getting around anybody. Stanley just perfectly stands perfectly still, puts both of his arms up and plays incredible defense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, you know, so 20 games in. Yes. They're 14 and six. Yes. So they're on pace to win 57 games. Wow. Listen, like I'm just going to start crying now. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if they can stick in that top four, there's a lot of good teams that are kind of underperforming right underneath them. Right. 
The big um, concern is the Cavs. Ca- well, Cavs are Cavs will be coming. Um, let's pull up the standings here. Real so quick. you're talking like Bucks, Pacers, Bucks, Sixers. Yeah, those are Wa- Washington. Maybe I don't think so. Um, I think Washington. I just don't get the feel of, with Washington this year. But but I think that. Uh, you know the the games that I'm interested in are yeah. the next Cleveland game because they got housed. They did last time. They did. Yeah. Um. Their their last. Let's see how they they won four in a row. Though three in a row since they got whooped by Cleveland. LeBron because they went on the road. Right. So they won at Minnesota, at OKC, at Boston. Yep. And then home for oh, home and they for destroyed Phoenix. Phoenix. Which, by the way, and I think we you and I were texting last night. This is what really good teams do. Mm-hmm. You play a team like Phoenix, and you're up by 40 points at the half. So their next four games, yeah, they're all on the road. Yep. Tomorrow night at Washington, back to back at Philly. Ooh. On back to back at Philly. Yeah. So Philly Saturday night. Man, right. Saturday's a great. Ooh, that's man, good. Man, we have to bring the iPad to that <laughs> Mike Birbiglia show. Uh, and then they're at Sacramento, or no, at San Antonio. Ooh. Tough game. That's tough. And then at Milwaukee. What would you? What would you? If you don't have it pulled up, what would you think their road record is? Seven and three, seven and four, six and four, six and four. Yeah, yeah, yep. Eight and two at home. Yep. Yeah, uh, and then home for Golden State oh, on the eighth. I didn't want to go to that. Home so for bad. Boston. So that the next six games, like even if they go three and three in those games, right? Still okay. Still feeling pretty good. And the thing is that they're they are amped, and we haven't even talked about Tobias Harris. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. We got Tobias Harris for nothing. For no things. What did we send down there? Elias Sova was supposed to come up. Right? Hmm. Brandon Jennings? <laughs> Wasn't it Brandon yeah. Jennings? God, if we got if we got Tobias Harris for Brandon Jennings, SVG. Wasn't it just a draft pick? I don't no, know. No, it's a three-player trade. Here we yep. go. Uh, Pirates, Pistons acquired Tobias Harris from Magic in three-player trade. Yep. And uh, one big domino. Uh, Brandon Jennings and Ilyasova. Unbelievable. Yeah. But they were supposed to send Ilyasova, right? Or did we send it? No, we sent Ilyasova. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. There was a, uh, another player in that trade, but his, he had back problems. Here's a uh, quote from formerly former general manager. <laughs> and again, <laughs> Magic. Brandon and Ursan are two veterans that will help balance our roster and provide value experience to our team. Both players bring scoring, competitiveness, and added depth to our roster. We want to thank Tobias for his contributions, both on and off the court. Can't wait till you destroy us in two years. See ya. All right. Yeah. The next thing I want to talk about, this is all Pistons and I don't care. Um, I tweeted this the other night and I, and I texted you too. I, I just can't believe it. I can't believe Drummond and Willie Trill are the same age. Sure. That Willie Cauley Stein's been in the league for two years. This is the start of year three. Drummond's starting year six mm-hmm. and they're the same age, 24. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of all their ages. So how old is Tobias Harris? Because none of these guys are costing us much money. Yeah, Tobias is 25. Yeah. So you're talking about two of your best players. Um, Avery Bradley's like 27. He's been in the league for a long time, but still isn't bad. So at the end of the day, they've got one of the better teams in the NBA, but have to have one of the youngest teams in the NBA as well, I would imagine. That said, we've talked about it before. I still think there's a possibility of Reggie Jackson not being on the team. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's an aspect because their starters struggle for some reason to start a lot of games. A lot of their wins have been comeback wins. 
And I feel like that has to do with Reggie. But I don't know what that trade is. Like, who do you replace Reggie with to make the team better? Yeah. Like, who is that player? What would it take? It will never happen. Mike Conley? Yeah, what would it take to get Mike Conley? First round pick? Probably. But we're not going to have a high pick. We're going to have a high pick. Yeah. I guess a lot of that depends on like, the, where the Grizzlies are at. Well, they're, uh, David Fisdale's gone. Yep. So. Um, yeah, Mike Conley. Damian Lillard? I don't know about Damian Lillard. Like, he's Damian Lillard, kind of he's like, a better version of Reggie. He's a better version of Reggie, but he's still that player. But he's still that player. Yeah. I think you're right. And it's the same thing like where they didn't go after Bledsoe. Right. Where I was like, right. in hindsight, I was like, I'd kind of rather have Question. Reggie. Question. Yeah. How old's Chauncey Billups? <laughs> What's it going to take? Yeah. Chauncey on this team would be incredible. So I'm going to go. This is the, the 2012 NBA draft. Yeah, shoot. Uh, players of note picked before Drummond. Sure. First overall, Anthony Davis. Yep. Probably the probably deservedly good so. Good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, third, Bradley Beal. Okay. Fourth, Deion Waiters. Oh, wow. God, Waiters was fourth. Yep. Six, Damian Lillard. Yep. Seven, Harrison Barnes. Okay. And Drummond at nine. Wow. But some other guys in there, Michael Kidd Gilchrist was yep. two. Yep. Thomas Robinson. Michael was... Kidd Gilchrist was two. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, after that, really no one of of note. Of no. That was the Royce White draft. Right. Um, oh, I forgot about Royce White. Yeah. Uh, so did everyone. And then else. that was, you know, uh, at 35 was Draymond Green. That was the Draymond draft. Yes. So if you redo that draft. Where does it, where does he land? So Davis is still number one. Yeah. Is, do you take Drummond two? Total hindsight. You know what their career is going to be at this age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take Drummond two. Dame. Take, then you take. Then you take Drummond, or you take Draymond two. Oh, Draymond. Oh, you're right. You're right. Draymond two. Draymond yes. two. That's Drummond. Like, that's that's yeah. Drummond. Drummond yeah. three. Then probably Beal four. Yeah. The only thing about the Drummond Draymond thing is that Drummond's much younger than Draymond. Yeah. So that's the only thing to take into consideration. Yeah. So if you're looking years younger. Yeah. So if you're looking at the cap or if you're looking at a a cap in age or career Mm. and what, what Drummond can do, like Draymond can change a game, but I don't know what Draymond looks like on a team. That's not the Warriors. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. He's the perfect fit for that team, for that team where Drummond. Yes. It's taken him to build this team around him, but it's also taking him to learn how to play better. I, you know, there could be a case for him at two. Sure. There really could. Yeah. Um, and then it, I, th- I think it's pretty clear right. that that draft pick yeah. is, you know. Jody. Jody was perfect, a perfect draft went pick. Went back-to-back years when Monroe and then Drummond, right? Monroe, Drummond, and Brandon Knight, I think. Brandon like, Knight, Those were right. three good yep. picks yep. in a row. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, yep. it's not like the guy, like, look, we got us a championship, did, drafted Darko. Like, mm-hmm. that's the biggest dark spot no pun intended on yeah. his resume but at the end it was just the end yeah at the end it was like the iverson trade was stupid there's a lot of bad trades but the drafting was still always pretty good mm-hmm. um i we talked about before i there's definitely a plan for what svg's doing i don't 100 percent know i think that plan is defense and perimeter and i get that but i still think there's i still scratch my head at some draft picks mm-hmm I mean, maybe not Kennard. Yeah, we'll see. But Henry Ellenson. Henry not Ellenson. Stanley and not Kennard. Yeah. Definitely not Stanley. 
Yeah, because I mean, we the Stanley thing, we were all crazy about Justice Winslow. We were, and they're essentially the same player. Yeah, and but Stanley I think Stanley's be a little defensive. bit better. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, I think I'd take Stanley. Yeah. Um. Well, let's see real quick. When was the Ellenson was the 2016 draft, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I just want to take a peek at that. Real see quick. who was around him. Yeah, because we know who was around. But how would? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, how would Donovan know. Mitchell play on this team? Yeah, he fits in nicely. Yeah. Um, all right. So give me, give me that twenty six. Ellison was picked eighteenth. That's right. Uh, players after him of interest. Yeah. Uh, Karis Levert. Yo. Okay. Good play. Okay. Um. Uh oh. Uh oh. She get kicked out. I think I just downloaded all the malware oh hey, net neutrality super viruses yeah <laughs> um so Karis Levert we'll just Levert. end that right there well uh, let me see um so he was 18th out of Marquette yep yeah that's crazy and he wasn't we were watching that draft and we wanted them to take a player in that spot and I can't remember yeah I'm trying to Oh, we want. I want Wade Baldwin. Yeah, Wade Baldwin went went ahead of him there. Uh, Malik Beasley. I liked Karis Levert, Malachi Richardson, but none of these guys have really done. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get really deep, like Malcolm Brogdon was picked in the second round. Yeah, but Deontay Murray, um, to the San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I like Deontay Murray a lot, so I would say Deontay Murray is one player. Brogdon, I don't know. I mean, Brogdon's got that super weird game. But there's nobody in this draft after that pick that's jumping out at me like, man, I can't believe we didn't take that guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, I guess I'd rather have Karis Levert. I, yeah. I mean, he's, he's playing pretty regularly. He is. Yeah. I guess Karis Levert would be the guy. Um, oh man, Thunmaker. Yeah. God, this draft. Jacob Pertle. Pertle. Yep. Devonta Sabonis. Denzel Valentine just disappeared into the ether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I if it's him or Karis LeVert and SVG thinks he, he could be really be something, I don't know. I mean, if he plays better defense than LeVert, because that's what the Pistons are doing. If he can if he can play defense and be a great perimeter guy around Drummond, then I think it's worth it. You yeah. know? I don't know. I can't hate it though. I mean, I, I haven't seen enough out of Karis LeVert where I'm like super mad about the pick. Cause that what position is LeVert? Is he uh forward? He's a shooting guard. Oh, he's a two guard. Yeah. So where would he play? Right. He wouldn't have a spot. He wouldn't have a spot. Yeah. I know. Hey, man. <sighs> SVG. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. Talked about some good. Yeah. Pistons are in a good spot. Pistons are keeping us going. Sure. They just have to get us to the Winter Olympics. So, Chris. Yeah, we got, I mean, can NFL ride that playoffs are five weeks away. That's always entertaining. Right. Um, won't, that, they won't include the lines, but that, that's fine. That goes right into the Winter Olympics. Yeah. And, uh, Sports Sports. A lot of, lot of skeleton begins. talk. Get ready for a three-hour skeleton pod. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. But before we get out of here, Chris, where can people find us? Yeah, check out our website, Mm saluteyoursports.net. Facebook, search Salute Your Sports. Give us a follow and a like there. Twitter, at Salute Your Pod. You know what, people? We're using all those characters. Salute that pod. That's all I've got to say. Salute that pod. And then you found this podcast, send it, uh, share it with your friends. Yeah. You can share it through Apple podcasts, Google play, Stitcher, share rate and review. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, that is it for us. But before we get out of here, 
We salute you, Andre, Andre Drummond. Drummond. Yeah, gold medals, yes. all of it. Yes. Yeah. Gentlemen, to Weevil.